Thanks for joining us for the January edition of the Lee Schools TV podcast. I'm Rob Spicker, the Assistant Director in the Communications Department and your host today. Our topic for the podcast is the past, present, and future of Franklin Park Elementary School. Students are returning to a temporary portable campus this semester because their original school is being torn down and rebuilt. Our guest is the school's principal, Michelle Freeman. Michelle, we want to thank you for joining us today. So you've been in Franklin Park for five years. Yes. That means you've led the school through covid most recently Hurricane Ian, and you're really still finishing up a move right now. Which one's the hardest? Ooh. <laughs> tough question. <laughs> That's a tough question. Um, I would say for me right now would be the move because there's a lot of moving parts and you don't always control those moving parts. So... Um, yeah, I would say to move. I think anybody that's moved would know how Ooh, difficult it is and probably you know, agree. And I laugh because you, when you start moving and you say, why did I bring that? Why didn't I get rid of that? Or when things are not in the right place and now you got to go find it and put it in the right place. So, yeah, but it has been an experience and an experience that we're all um, getting through. Yeah. I'll say getting through. Getting through. Right, <laughs> <Yes>. right. <laughs> so the rebuilding of Franklin Park, that's mm-hmm. a, a promise that the district made back in the 2018 sales tax mm-hmm. campaign. So here it is happening. It's got to be exciting. It is. This morning was, um, I, I walked through the school with no one there. And I can tell you that it was a moment for me. I said, wow, this is really happening. It, it becomes very real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yes. Yeah, when your hallways are empty and there's no noise. There's no noise, and um, a lot of the rooms, there's nothing in them. The office is cleared out, and uh, you have that moment of, uh, you know, you want to shed a tear, but it's, you can't determine if it's sadness or happiness. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so Let's talk about this temporary campus that's mm-hmm. been installed for you, your staff, your students. Um, obviously, it's at a different location, and it's going to have a different feel. But when students and staff are there, are they going to notice any real difference? I mean, is the school day is going to essentially still be the same. What do you think? Well, as far as our schedule goes, our schedule is still the same. Um, I think for most people, it's going to be just learning the layout of the school. Where, you know, where's the clinic? Where's the main office? Where, you know, where do we go to get our mail some of the teachers are already asking that question. Where is the cafe? Where will our food come from? It's all of those moving pieces, but um, we are like a little city. We have just about everything we need right there on the campus. So, yeah. yeah. Not everybody obviously has been there, but you've been talking to staff and families mm-hmm. about this move. So what is, you know, as your staff members thinking about a year and a half in a temporary campus? What are the families thinking about a year and a half in portables? Well, you know, everybody has, before they actually physically see it, you conjure up whatever your thoughts are as far as a portable goes. But I think once you actually walk in and, you know, a lot of the teachers, when they walked in their rooms, they were quite surprised. Um, They're pretty large, you know, um, they're more than adequate for our, for our size school. Um, The facility has been well thought out in terms of the layout. Um, I think the teachers, once they get settled, get their things in, and they're doing that right now. You know, some of them have already started coming in before Monday um, because they want to get their rooms set up and everything. And then this is the time to do it because they have extra bodies around the campus to help out. So, Well, you've got this disruption. The move is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the end, you're going to have a new campus. Yes. In big picture, that's got to be worth it. 
Yes, it is. I, I often smile when I look at the um, the layout of our new school. You know, part of it is going to be two story. Um, we're supposed to get um, another large music room. Our library is going to be different. It's just going to be such an amazing. Um, experience walking back onto a brand new campus somewhere that no one has ever been on. Um, although our design is one of the prototypes, it's a little different. You know, having the community center, um, that building is going to be amazing and state of the art. It's going to be set up for, um, you know, people that need food, if you need clothing, if you need health care, you know, just about Anything that they need, they can pretty much come there and see someone in regards to getting it, rather it's community or rather it's my families. So it's going to be quite unique. Yeah, that community partnership, that you'll be the first true community partnership mm -hmm. school when you reopen yes. with all those services right there for staff members and their families, students and their families, and even the community, as you were mentioning. I mean, that's going to be a real unique but feature, but maybe also a real critical feature to your neighborhood. Yes. Yes. Um, for, you know, for even for my staff, now that I think about that, my staff is also going to be able to use um, the facilities there. You know, think about having to just, you have a common sniffle, but now you have to get into a doctor, physically go there, take time off from work. Now, in between movement, you can go over and see the doctor, get a script, and then go right back to work if you wanted to do so. Um for my families, you know, a lot of them don't have transportation. They don't have means to get into things. So for this to be accessible to them um, is a major, it's a major thing for us, and I'm looking forward to it. What else should uh, families and staff expect and look forward to in your new campus? Hmm, <laughs> let's see. Um, I would say, hmm. Huh. That's a good question. Of course, it's going to be like any other school, except for the community center. Yeah. Um, I think that we're including a lot more color. I think that a lot of our schools don't have murals in color. Um, so that's going to be something that's unique to it. Also, um, one of the things that um, we engage the community with is the bricks. We didn't want to take the brick away from the school. That was one of the major things that when we had our forums, you know, um, the community wanted to feel like it was still a part of the community. And one way we looked at doing that is having the bricks done. So um, our community members are getting bricks, and they're going to be engraved um, with their names and the years that they went um, and any other things that they want on them. And those bricks will be laid back into the school some way, rather. It is a walkway or a part of, um, you know, the school itself. Yeah, and that's that's a nice feature and a good way to make mm -hmm. sure you're bringing everybody in. You've been really involved in this process. You mentioned the colors. I suspect some of that is you kind of your inspiration. Um, do you anticipate you know staying that involved throughout? Now we get to demolition and then construction. Oh yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Um, I think it's important. I think that will I understand and be a part of every single thing. Probably not, but for a lot of the meetings and a lot of the decisions that's taking place, um, I tend to be there. I want to make sure that um, what people ask for, that we are somewhat delivering that, 
you know, this has been a long time coming for the community. And we want to make sure that we are delivering a beautiful building that they can be very proud of. You mentioned that that community in Franklin Park really has a deep history there mm-hmm. in Dunbar. Mm-hmm. And quickly to you know go through it, it opens up in 1958. It's an all-black elementary school mm-hmm. at the time. Becomes integrated in a middle school in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Closes for a couple years at the end of that decade mm-hmm. and then reopens again in the early 80s as the middle school it is today. Um, and it's, it's just a central part of so many lives in Dunbar, isn't it? Because of how long it's been there. I mean, a who's who of Dunbar residents have probably gone, taught, had children there, some connection to Franklin Park Elementary. Oh, of course. You have um, City Councilwoman woman, uh, Dr. Ann Knight. She was a former teacher. You have uh, Melvin Morgan, who was a county commissioner. Um, you have Miss Chapman. She was a teacher there. Um and I believe the current uh, Shadrika McIntosh, she's a former student. I believe she's Dr. Sh- uh, Shadrika McIntosh. So, I mean, there are some, some names of very prominent people that have either went there, taught there, or had their children there. Mm-hmm. So um, I always say that uh, Franklin Park is the heart. I believe, of Dun- of Dunbar. You know, others may say different, but <laughs> I believe Franklin Park is the heart. And that therefore becomes important for you to carry that on into the new school to make mm-hmm. sure that those folks are uh, included. So you mentioned the bricks. Those are the bricks that the buildings mm-hmm. currently have. Are there other steps you might be taking to preserve that history or bring traditions back over to the new school? Well, we are hoping that we will figure out how to do a platinum of the maypole. Um, we wanted to uh, look at the different um, colors and um, actually, once we open back up, try to do it. Um, hopefully it'll happen, but, you know, how that goes. Um, that was one of um, a major tradition many, many years ago. Um, one of the things that the community asked about was our covered pavilion, as you know. Mm-hmm. When we became a middle school, that is when the covered pavilion, known as the gym, um, was there. And that was a major thing. They wanted to make sure that stayed on that campus and the district honored that that it would be there. So I think that for a lot of our um, community, when they walk back onto that campus, there's going to be such a level of pride to have a brand new building that um, generations after generations will be able to come to and you know from the community. Right. You know, a good teacher can teach anywhere. Yes. But you, everything's all shiny, nice, and and bright and new. I imagine that probably will lift their spirits and probably yes. the children as well, because um, it could be, you know, just everything is new. And, and that'll add an excitement, maybe, you know, to the students, to your staff, and, and really help you know, elevate your school. Yeah, you have, you know, I have teachers that have never worked in a brand new school. I have kids, of course, that have never been to mm-hmm. a brand new school. And it's just like getting a new house or a new car. It smells new. You want to make sure everything stays shiny and pretty. And it just gives you a sense of pride. So, yeah. Yeah, nobody wants that first scratch or first scuff no. in their no. room or on their floor <laughs> or, or to be the one who caused it. No. 
Yep. Yeah. You recently had your fifth graders compile a time capsule mm-hmm. so that that could be a part of an element of the school as well. Um, you know, what time was like during this transition. You were really proud of what the, the kids put together, weren't you? I was very proud of them. They really thought through it. You know, they thought about things that happened in history. They thought about themselves and who they are right now as a fifth grader. Um, many of them contributed things that I didn't think they would give up. They gave up, you know, game discs and phones and different things. Please do know that parents said it was okay. We right. made sure of that. Of course. Um, but for a, a child that age to give something for the next generation to see, that's a major accomplishment. So yeah. they did it. Ama- I just, I was very proud of them. So now you got to find a place for it. And 20, 30, 40, 50 years down the road, somebody will open it up and see what it was like in, in 2022, in 2023. It's my understanding that there is another time council on that, on that campus. And I'm hoping as they're digging it, digging up the, the soil that, they may come across it. Um, I think that the class, it was in the 1990s that they um, buried it. So hopefully we'll come across it. I remember it. you mentioned that. You've done some looking for it and I've couldn't find try- it. We've been trying to find it. Yes, oh, So yeah, have. so you'll have to, maybe you can find it, hang mm-hmm. on to it. And as you bury, bury the new one, open yes. the old one to yes. see, can make a little comparison. How nice. Now, kind of before I get to what I think is my last question, you have a really great tradition at your school on the first day of school to mm-hmm. welcome the kids back. Uh, tell, tell, those who are, tell those who aren't familiar with your welcome ceremony, what you do and why you do it. Oh, wow. So this is prior to me. And, um, you know, it was about getting gentlemen on the campus so that our young men could see um, men that are um, – doing things in the communities, their fathers, their grandfathers, their commissioners, their judges, they, they're all walks of life. Mm-hmm. And we wanted them to physically see all of these people. And of course, ladies wanted to be a part of it, although it's called the gentleman's welcome. <laughs> um, we do have ladies that come onto the campus and basically they celebrate our students, welcoming them back to a new year and trying to encourage them to do their very best, of course. Um, it's normally almost about 200 people on campus, and it, it is something to see. It is an amazing event. It just, it really is a great way to kick off the new year, and everyone looks forward to it. I can tell you, everyone looks forward to it. By Before the summer can get in, I'm already getting emails. Okay, are we having it? Yes, we're having it. So I know everybody's going to be like, okay, what is this going to look like at Portable City? It's like, oh, (laughs) well, (laughs) I think that we still can pull it off. I think that it is a tradition that we want to continue. I think it's a tradition that everyone looks forward to. Um, And they put it on their calendars. Yeah, They put it on the schedules. Well, so important for kids of that age to just visualize who they could be. And they don't know who they could be if they haven't met them. So this is an opportunity, as you said, all walks of life, all professions Mm -hmm. are there to greet them. You know, some in uniform, some not in uniform, just wearing their clothes or wearing a suit because they're on their way to work, whatever it may be. Yes, it is. It is a beautiful thing. And you'll see people, they're like, they're standing up and, and... when the kids come through, their faces just light up. It's like, oh, my goodness, there all these people are here for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, you know, they're high-fiving them and they're telling them have a great year. So it is, it is it's magical. It's something to see. All right. So now it is August of 2024. Oh. First day of school, new mm-hmm. campus, mm-hmm. gentlemen's welcome. 
What is, what is Michelle Freeman going through and thinking that morning? Wow. This has been a, uh, a long time coming. And um, I'm sure that I will be filled with such pride, a lot of jitters, because okay. everybody coming back that first day. Um, I don't know. Just wanting the community to be there to wrap their arms around us like they normally do to cheer everybody back in and welcome us back to our new campus, to come onto the campus and see what it looks like. Um, yeah. You might have 500 people for the ceremony instead of you know 200. What? Tell them, come on. <laughs> I, you know, I would have no problem with having anyone that wants to come and be a part of that first day. Yeah. I'm sure it's, I, I, I mean, I can only imagine it at this point. I'm sure it's going to be something to see. Um, when that day comes. I agree. Looking forward to it already myself. I yes. think it'll be fantastic. Oh my goodness. It's going to be, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. You see the smile on my face. It's just, yep. it, it, it's really a moment to cherish um, that the community allowed me to be a part of this transition for them. Mm -hmm. um, I don't take it lightly. Um, I think that um, it's history being made for them, and I'm just humbled to be a part of it. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. You got 18 months of you yes. know the interim, but you can't get to the end unless you start at the beginning, and that's where you're at. Yes, sir. Well, yes, I, sir. we wish you the best. We look forward to that August 2024 ceremony at the brand new Franklin Park Elementary School. And thank you for having me. Much appreciate it, Michelle. Thanks for joining us today, and thanks everybody for uh, joining in as well, learning more about the new, old, and uh, present Franklin Park Elementary. We will be back next month with a new edition of the Lee Schools TV podcast.